0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode six of Kiln. My name is Micah Gallardo. This is a podcast on creativity, creative habits, discipline, and productivity. Today I have a very special guest with me, Patrick Peresto. Patrick, say hello. What's going on? Um, This is embarrassing, guys. I'm gonna say this. Now to start off, we just recorded about 20 minutes, (laughs) and uh, I wasn't recording. We've been talking. We were, we were in the zone. And I looked down and I was like, "Oh my gosh, none of this recorded," and it wasn't a joke. So, so this is six B. This is this is really six <laughs> B. Take,
1: stop. But I, but I will give him credit. He did catch. He didn't catch it at the end. He
0: caught it. I cut it right in the middle. Okay. So oh my gosh. Okay. It's okay. So, Patrick, for those of you who don't know, uh, for those who don't know, what do you do? I'm a
1: director out of Los Angeles. Uh, Specifically, uh, I pay attention to a lot of music videos. I've done a lot of music videos. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I edit as well. Mm -hmm. I'm a whole squad. I'm a whole team. Yes. But, yes, I'm a director.
0: Beautiful. Um, We're out here. It's a beautiful day in California. We're right by the water. It looks like we might get invaded by the Greeks. Yes. There's There's a fog over the water. Some ships could kind of... Come out from the mist any second. Oh, it's a beautiful day out here.
1: And if you don't know what we're talking about, just hop on the Netflix and watch Troy real quick, because
0: <laughs> that's what it looks like is about to happen uh, to exactly. us over here. Um, Pat, I'm intrigued. We've we've talked a lot before, not just today, right? I f- forgot to record the podcast, but we've talked a lot <laughs> before <laughs> about your career and what you do. I'm interested in starting off with this bit because I think that it is extremely important for people when they're looking to find out who their like market is, who they're looking to work with. Um, I want you to break this down for them because you work with a specific group of artists when it comes to people who are doing music. So I want you to tell everybody who you work with and why you work with them. I want you to explain this little hierarchy because I really like it. I think it's extremely valuable. So what so so what you're talking about
1: is independent artists specifically yes. boom okay um i myself am freelance independent director so i'm not signed to anybody right mm-hmm. so that's also who i deal with well to you know to tell you about independent artists and why i've really targeted them you have mm-hmm. to kind of scope back a little bit mm-hmm. micro analyze the situation so let me start here What I ended up having to do, and I didn't do this in the very beginning. I eventually had to do this. I had to understand, just like you said, my market, Mm -hmm. right? Which means what exactly is it that I'm selling? Yeah. Who exactly am I selling to? And more importantly, who is actually buying it? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Next to that, I had to understand where do I stand in that marketplace? What is my position? Yeah. Right? There's a top and bottom the staircase to success in any business in any dream of any goal mm-hmm. the number of steps in that staircase is really dependent on your end game your goal or yeah. how much work you got to do where you stand yeah right yeah so with that being said um for me the top of my staircase is i ultimately want to be signed to a major production company okay. to where i'm added to a roster of a-list directors mm-hmm. to basically where these clients are handed to me not just handed to me but where there's a demand for me, right? Yeah. So for there to be a demand for me, I have to instill some kind of style that that warrants that, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's easier said than done because I need work for that. And let me just tell you, I've been doing this for over 16 years. Whew. I didn't go to college for it. I don't have a degree. I don't have a certificate, right? Yeah. So if I don't have any of that, I have to produce work. Yeah in the volumes because work speaks volumes right Mm -hmm. if i can't show you or present you a certificate that certifies that i am able and capable of doing the job i want you to hire me for then i need to at least show you something tangible some work yeah right um that cements that fact but again that's easier said than done because where's this work at yeah i can't just go to somebody and say hey today i decided i want to be a director (laughs) and i'm so good that i cost this much yes right you should hire me right it doesn't happen like that there's You have no history, you have no reputation, you have no value. When you go into Foot Locker, right? Let's just say you buy a pair of Jordans for $300. The salesman, the sales guy sold it to you. Mm -hmm. Can he take credit for the fact that they cost $300? No, because that value is already there. Mm. That's a value that Jordans have instilled for years and that people have accepted because of their reputation and their history of a company, right? The salesman can take credit for the fact that he convinced you to buy it that day from the store from him. That's about it. That's about it bringing it back to me i have when i started i had no value right so let's just say on my steps there's a hundred okay okay now i thought when i first started that i was so good i could skip from one to like 70 in like maybe two three projects yeah it just doesn't work like that yeah what you have to do is you have to divvy up those steps into like tiers into um benchmarks sure right so it's a little more organized um you have a little uh you're encountering accomplishment and success a lot more often versus you just waiting for the ultimate success mm, at the end. Right. Wow. So instead, that's a good one. I like that a lot. So instead, instead now, I, let's just say, I go from one to 10, sure. 10 to 20, sure. 20 to 30, yeah, and it yeah, goes yeah. on and so forth. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So for me, because when I first started, I had no work. Let's just say one to 10, I'm doing free work. Mm, right. Sure. And now these tiers can represent years. They don't have to, but they can. So what I'm saying is you have to be prepared for that. I had to be prepared for that. So, they can represent years. So, 1 to 10, let's just say that's free work. 10 to 20, now you're incorporating some kind of fee. Not a big fee, but a fee. Now, I'm getting paid for something. Yeah. Now, when I did, when I was in my tier of 10 to 20, I had this motto.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: This is important. I think it's important. I used to say, I'm either making money or I'm making moves. So, what that means Mm -hmm. is sometimes, because the fee that you're incorporating is not that big at the time, sometimes the prospect of the next project, the money you can earn from the next project because of the current one is Mm. greater than Mm. the money you can make there Mm. or the door that can open of opportunity because of that project is greater than the money you can get. there. Sure. Sure. So it's on you to decide sometimes, because again, another thing about this, it's not just about the money you're making. It's about being progressive. You got to progress. Right. So that brings me back to here. So now that you under kind of understand the tiers, you got to step back and microanalyze, the demographic of the genre that i'm working with so what that means is visuals i do visuals i'm a director there's so many different kind of visuals you can do so people ask me do you do weddings no No. why because i can't see myself going to a studio and saying hey i should direct this movie or an artist and saying i should do your your music video look at this wedding i did right not to knock it but i'm just saying it's a different category yeah a wedding will really just get you to the next wedding. That's what I mean. You'll get paid. But are you really progressing or are you mm-hmm. staying in a certain category, a certain mm-hmm. window, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So then that brought me to, well, why I started music videos. Why? Because music videos are like short stories. So they're not necessarily movies. Mm-hmm. They're not commercials. Mm-hmm. But music is such a strong force. It invokes so much emotion and yeah. energy right yeah it can make you cry it can make you sad it's corny but it can make you it can motivate you it can yeah. make you hyped I mean yeah major athletes almost all of them listen to music as they're walking into the locker room before a championship game before a fight right yeah that just shows you how powerful it is so my point is if that's your starting point to showcase your strength I'm meaning here's a song can you do a video to it you already have the song that's like a script yeah right I'm just visualizing there's already a story there I'm just yeah. visualizing it yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. in fact there's probably people that, people that already like the song, or because it's a song, it's easier to get people to start listening to it, and mm-hmm. then when you add your visuals, you're taking credit for the fact that they like it that mm-hmm. much more. Mm-hmm. With a music video, you're able to showcase the capacity, your strength in storytelling. Mm-hmm. Not every music video needs storytelling, so now you can show the strength of your visualization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, not mm-hmm. only that, but now you can also showcase your ability to produce a set, mm-hmm. bring in sets, mm-hmm. bring in assets to that sets, like exotic cars locations models it it showcases how you can actually take charge and control those sets Mm -hmm. control a team Mm -hmm. right under your wing so again with music videos one thing about it being a music that genre it gives you so much opportunity Mm. to show what you really could do you're not limited okay yeah so now that we know that's the genre that's a dem- that's that's a genre that we're focusing on now we're gonna take a step back again and micro analyze the demographic of the artist mm-hmm. so this is what we we're talking about or you were talking about me and yeah. you had this conversation i look at it like this artists is like are like uh it's like high school mm-hmm. right you have your freshmen you have your sophomores you have your juniors and you have your seniors Your seniors are the artists that are signed to labels, major labels. And these major labels already outsource to major production companies, right, to do the videos, Mm -hmm. right? That's why they're there. That's why you have these big looks. That's the ultimate, right? That's the top of their staircase to a certain extent. Yeah. Now, let's go way to the bottom. So they're kind of untouchable as far as when it comes to people like me, independent director, freelance. Yeah. They already got their people. Yeah. Let's go all the way to the bottom. Freshmen. Your freshmen are the guys maybe you'll see in Ralph's or... (laughs) You'll see at the bus station. I'm not trying to knock it. I'm just saying, and they say, Hey, I rap, I sing. Okay. Do you have anything? Uh, you know, I've recorded something on my phone. That's your freshman, right? Your sophomores, maybe they recorded something. They might have a SoundCloud. They might have a Spotify something, but they're still under the impression that they're so good. You need to invest in them before they invest in themselves. Mm -hmm. Meaning, you should do my video for free because i'm that good or mm. you should give me free studio time mm. they mm-hmm. don't have the mindset that it actually takes money to put into themselves mm-hmm. to actually go get what they need mm-hmm. to make money right mm-hmm. now here here it is juniors these are your independent artists juniors are not freshmen they're not sophomores they're one grade away from being seniors to become seniors understand this they have to present tangible work just like i talked about earlier i have to produce tangible work but they have to show these labels that they're that they're industry ready that mm. they, they have that look mm. how do you show them you show them music videos you've done press yeah. you've done yeah you know i don't know if it's still prominent today but a lot of artists when i first started asked for epks electronic press kits it's almost like a resume but electronic like you see it's a visual presentation of. magazines you've been on radio stations you've been on music Mm -hmm. videos you've done Mm -hmm. behind the scenes Mm -hmm. again it's just uh, a resume a Mm -hmm. visual resume Mm -hmm. so this is basically what they're working on so my point is juniors are already accustomed to paying for their own uh products they've already probably done music videos not only that they probably already have some sort of a team yeah uh, a manager it could be their best friend their brother doesn't matter but what i'm saying is they already kind of have arms that it's not just them they have Mm -hmm. people negotiating Mm from and so it kind of changes the di- the dynamics of your conversation now. Now it's not about, are you going to pay me? No, no, I am going to pay you, but what else could I get? Yeah. I need behind the scenes. Uh, how much to upgrade the lighting? Yeah. I'm going to need models. Uh, I need three locations. Yeah. It's a whole different yeah. conversation. Yeah, interesting. And there's a melting pot of independent artists. Wow. A melting pot. And yep. I feel like that's something... That's something that I kind of like kind of stumbled upon right sure. and then with nowadays nowadays with you know with Instagram, with just the way social media is, it's so easy to network with independent artists mm-hmm. without having to have a page mm-hmm. I mean like a, a website, yeah. anything like yeah. that, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. easy to find them not only that, but I'm in Los Angeles. Everybody comes to Los Angeles for some reason. It's yes. like it's like a it, you got to cross paths with Los Angeles. A lot of my clients come from out of town. A lot of them. Yeah. Detroit, Chicago. Uh, lately, it's been New York. Yeah. Um, like I'll get L.A., but I'll, honestly, a lot of times. Oh yeah, I'm going down there next week. I'm going down there for the uh, even if it's a Grammy Award weekend and they're not in the Grammys, they just have some um, events that they're coming for. Sure. So again, there's a lot of events in L.A. that warrant other artists to come out here and then you kind of cash in on a ah.
0: secrets secrets boom some boom. some sauce boom town that is extremely interesting and you how long ago did you you so you started pretty much started working with independent artists right that's that's and you haven't deviated from that since obviously the goal is to get up to a major label exactly that's the idea but you you've you've skipped working with freshmen and sophomores completely. The,
1: when you first started, when I first started, that's the convers- That's who I would have conversations <laughs> with sometimes. Yeah.
0: And, then, and then that's what you learn
1: from. You would learn the difference. You would learn even a different responses from people, what they were, what grade yeah. they were in. Yeah, you, would, yeah, yeah. you would understand that. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. And, and again, it's just that there's, there's so much, uh, there, there, there's so much more, it, it's just, it's such a, a easy flow Mm-hmm. with these independent artists mm-hmm. because they're also what well, the thing is you're comparing um a budget of fifty to a hundred thousand dollars that look that they're trying to get mm-hmm. uh and trying to get it out of a, a director like me that's probably gonna do it not again not at the capacity of that look because again you're it's a big difference from six to seven thousand right but yeah. it's not five hundred it's not three hundred yeah. it's not two hundred yeah. right you get what I'm saying yeah. so yeah. it's really like a middle point. Yeah and then for me As far as work, what I love about it is that I'm kind of like the independent artist as well, Uh, independent director trying to get signed. These artists that are paying for their production, it's a it's a benefit to me because Mm. the more I get them, because, again, the more I get them to invest in their own video, the more visual my uh, resume is, Mm. the more I could show the next artist, Mm. the more I could show the label. Like, this is what I produce. Like this is the set I produce. Yeah, dude. Um, Especially when I'm, you know, what one thing I started doing too is like, I started offering behind the scenes. Okay. Now, it it's true. I tell the artists all the time, like you know, you can do a music video, right? Yeah. You can show the music video and last yeah. for how long as long as you're promoting it. Sure. But why don't you flex and show your followers the production you put into it, mm. the sets that you had? Because we're only seeing so much. We're only seeing. Yeah what we put in front of the camera but show behind the camera how many models you had just waiting on the side the catering you had yeah the team that you had yeah but when they when they order that that's also showcasing what i do <laughs> the control i have yeah. and what i brought to the table so it helps all of us so again it's like a really good formula as far as you're getting paid you're getting quality work and you're progressing mm. see all those things i just said like mm-hmm. you're hitting every single point there's really no gray area yeah to the point when hopefully you start getting to these production companies, it's like, "Are you playing with me?" Like you, you yeah. want to see a certificate, or you want to see my
0: work. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like what's good? And I'm not talking about it in front of a gas station, <laughs> right? <laughs> not in front of a gas <laughs> yeah. station. Um, that is extremely inspiring. I like this. I like this middle ground that you found because there's a, ni- there's a niche. Everybody, everybody's got a niche when you're when you're getting into business, whether you're freelancing like you are, like I want to. Or you're, you're you're some huge company that needs to figure out who their customers are. There's always a niche, and when you can zero in on a niche, and what I'm hearing is very cool. You're 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 providing them a service, but there's also added value to the service that you're offering. You know, yeah, I'll, I'll do your video, and I'm gonna do behind the scenes. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, that's great. But I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a really great music video for you. But I'm gonna do behind the scenes because you want to flex a little. I'm gonna do behind the scenes because you want to give your followers a more like full circle idea of like what you're doing and the time and the effort that this takes because don't you want people to understand the time and effort that it takes for you to get to this point. You want a great music video and you want a music video that tells a story about your work. You don't just want a music video. You want, you want a visual story happening so that people get it. People understand there's emotion that went into this song. There's, there's, you know, all of the little intricate details that happen when you're producing music. Um, I want to go back just a little bit because we looked, we talked about big sets and you talked about how you love to, we, we, in the, in our previous podcast episode, before I stopped recording, (laughs) you, we, you touched on symmetry, but you talked about right now, you love it. You love a good, you love a good set. You like to work on a big set. You like to have, you like to show off these sets. What are some, what are some things that, um, Pertaining to maybe just bigger industry stuff, what kinds of uh, things have you seen fall by the wayside? Like for trends, has has sets been have sets been something that you've always enjoyed, or have is that a newfound love?
1: Um, I've always enjoyed sets, uh, sets make, I mean, you know, I don't want to say sets make the, make the video, but well, actually damn near they do. I mean, they're a big part of the video. It's mm-hmm. one of the biggest things you see. Like sometimes we're teasing you with the sets, right? Mm-hmm. We'll show you a little piece of it, come back to it, show a close up, yeah. come back to it. Yeah. Um, so sets have always been a big part of, of music videos. Mm-hmm. If anything that we've lost, maybe something, something, sometimes it's a little of the cinematography of it, you know? the the science of it but even then it's still there yeah even then it's still there it's just there's there's a higher volume of of people directing videos or maybe Mm. we're confusing the directors with the videographers
0: right oh don't do that (laughs) don't do that
1: there's uh but because there's more of a volume it's easier for things like cinematography to get kind of lost in the sauce interesting right because now we're picking up you know, we have a nice lens. We have a nice camera. Sure. And when we point it, we never looked at it like that before. So to us, it looks so... And it does look interesting. And, yeah. and to, the, to the naked eye, yeah, it looks like a good video. It was high quality. Everything was in focus. Uh, sure. Nice de- de- uh, depth of field. But um, at the same time, when you watch a Hype Williams video, Benny Boom, Director X, uh, you know. Again, we said this in the la- last podcast that I got to bring it up again. <laughs> look up the baby boy music video with Tyrese. Yeah, I'm talking about the old, uh, the, the soundtrack to the mm-hmm, movie. Mm-hmm. I'm just a baby boy. And there's a reason I direct and don't sing. Oh, so. I'm not the real, that that song. So uh-huh. why, why I bring that up is because there's simple scenes in there too. Like, it's not even a set. They're just in the neighborhood. They're in yeah. LA. Yeah. There's a part where Tyrese is really just sitting on the sidewalk just look at that scene right there he's singing on the sidewalk but look at the look at the quality of that scene mm. and he's just on the sidewalk look at a, a look at a video today there's a lot we're, we're on the streets mm-hmm. you know spitting doing their thing and it looks mm-hmm. good looks gritty mm-hmm. but what i'm saying there's a magic to the yeah. way it used to be done and i'm not saying it's not done like that now because we got people like colin tilly i think he's the closest thing to hypo limbs right now Plug it's, colin just, tilly. it's just a little more modernized. Um, you know, I have a lot of appreciation for, appreciation for good directors. So I have to, you know, sometimes yeah. I'll, plug, I'll say it yeah, but because they inspire me. Um, but, you know, that's one thing that you'll look back in the day at 2,000 videos. Like, you know, I'm not a big fan of Ja Rule like that. But it, there was some, you know, I watch music videos all the time. I yeah. put it on for my, I got two sons. I put it on for them. And I, I go back because sometimes you got to go back to see how the quality kind of changed. And again, I don't want to say it's gone. Mm-hmm. Cameras got better. Yes. That just shows you the cameras got better. Yes. But how about the creativity of the director, Did we
0: get better as cameras got better? Yeah,
1: you see what I'm saying? So, again, when you watch simple, and again, in that video, in Baby Boy video, there's a picnic. And even the, in that picnic alone, it looks like such a movie. Like, it's mm-hmm. not a music video. It mm-hmm. looks like a movie. And I'm talking about just certain angles, just by, by the, the, the color scheme, the color grade of it. You know, it's just, it, it just it's, it's so different. Yeah. And, you know, I enjoy videos today, too, so don't get me wrong. Like, even modern videos, like, I enjoy them, but there is a difference. Mm. And there is a reason why I go back and watch videos like that, because I try to kind of stay close to that. Mm. That's one thing I'm kind of like, yeah, it's cool that it's changed. because. Yeah then i i feel like i mean i'm not the only one but i feel like if i'm going to bring something back to the table that's what i'm going to bring back yeah that's what i'm going to retain in my style because it is diminishing Mm. so at least that will create a difference as far as me and the
0: next person yeah yeah because everybody's kind of just picking up a camera or picking up their iphone and going and recording yeah here's here's another thing i'll tell you
1: i just thought of this right now here's a big difference ready so when you watch music videos one thing I noticed because I started, when I first started, I was doing behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, when I did free work, my, my one to ten, I was interning for uh, Jay Valentine. He's a, a producer out here in L.A. Um, he, um, he was signed to Jay Records, and at that time, he had his label in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So I was interning for him. I was doing their behind the scenes to their uh, concerts, the, you know all kinds of stuff. Yeah and behind the scenes is different because you're using different sound bites, different sound beds, you're transitioning. Biggest thing my point is you're transitioning. Yeah. I noticed back in the day cuz that's, you know, again, I've been doing this for 16 years and how old were you 16 years ago? 4. Four. Wait, Four. wait.
0: Wait. 6. Okay. First little first grade Micah.
1: <laughs> first first grade Micah. So that's that's how far I go back. So that's how far I would go back as far as music videos. One thing I did notice is what music videos, like movies There's no transitions, there's barely transitions. I won't say Mm. there's none, there's barely. Mm. Start watching music videos. They hardly have any transitions in them, why? Because you're supposed to shoot so good that you don't need transitions. You're supposed to be Uh. able to just go from frame to frame, set to set, and I taught myself that. Mm. And that's one thing I do notice with modern videos or even independent videos. They love to transition. Mm. They love to use these presets. And again, I don't want to knock it, but again, there is a difference between a video-video and, you know... Just just a little something somebody threw together. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's
0: very good. There's a a movie magic.
1: Like, let me throw this cross-dissolve on there. Let me throw this warp-dissolve. You don't need to is it so good that you literally can go from this scene and, and again there's, the, there's these scenes that's very like uh, it's unique you know, they, you know how they have somebody walking by and then it transitions yeah. oh, that's cool yeah, that's yeah, cool yeah. that's interesting but what I'm talking about is when you're just throwing these like little like,
0: yep. these little like, yeah. these and little fun yeah, things
1: yeah, when you're doing R&B cross dissolves, those are cool because it's slower but mm-hmm. again for the most part even today watch the major music videos you'll mm. hardly see any transitions mm. any because you're not supposed to it's supposed to be clean Right, yeah. it's almost like if you got to put a lot of sauce on your food, is it really that good? Is it ri- when you go to oh those expensive God. restaurants, oh right? Gosh. They hardly put any. Don't put ketchup
0: on that. Yeah, dude, just eat the food. You just eat it. It's right? good. That's that's a quality music. Wow, group. you don't need transition. I'm gonna tweet that later. There you go. That's gonna be on the key takeaways for this episode. There that's you. a that's a great point because and and I think that some of that comes down to and I think you and I are similar in this way. We we know the fundamentals pretty damn well. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I stay away from a whole lot of inspiration. Uh, you you like to look back, which is fantastic and I love that so you can stick to something. I, I try to stay away from anything that's trending right now. I don't I don't want to see any YouTube videos how I shot this. This is how you get edit like this person that's super popular right now or we're going to do a same, the same style. Here's how you edit this style that's going on in 2020 or 2021. Here's how to edit like this style. I stay away from all of that. You want to be organic. Yeah, I, I need the work that I do to be just purely me. Um, but I think that you and I value the fundamentals. Like we're going to we're going to compose this shot really well. It, in terms of composition, it's going to make sense to the eye. It's not going to look cluttered. It's, it's not going to be um, I know who my subject is. I know what's in the foreground. I know what's in the background. Uh, we're going to pay attention to the rule of thirds. Mm-hmm. We're going to pay attention to the golden ratio. These things are important foundational pieces because that's what kind of blends it all together that you don't see. That, yeah, right. You, you don't see those things. You can You can see me holding like my area. Like, so you can see me holding my Komodo. You can see me with these massive led panels behind me and big soft boxes. And a psychorama and I bought all this stuff. You can see all that. But when it comes down to the, the little things that I just can't put my finger on it, what makes this so good? Like the fundamentals matter. What are, what are like maybe one or two fundamentals that you like routinely come back to in your videos? Um, I've always worked with rule of thirds.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's something I've always done. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I, I want to say, a lot of stuff that I've been doing lately is really just, again, uh, I can't, re- can't remember if I said this on the uh, unrecorded podcast or this one, but I would just say it again. <laughs> uh, 6A or 6B? 6A or 6B. So, um I, I'm a I, you know, if I can give myself credit, I'm a phenomenal editor like okay. I can do it with my hands behind my back I've edited with my my my, my baby boy on my shoulder sure, Like sure. I mean and, and some work that I had to do. Yeah, right? and it was nothing <laughs> like I do it with my eyes closed Yeah um, If my behind-the-scenes people can't uh, finish a video because they have a project and they're backed up I'll get I'll take it i will do get in, I'll in there and just day, chop it a up a day boom, boom. like it yeah, was just man. like some again I grew up on uh, MTV's Making the video, okay. VET's access Granted, VH1's uh, <laughs> um, Behind the Music. Yeah, right. I've seen all aspects of making a video. And I'm not talking about, hey, we're behind the scenes. Like, you've got to yeah. have the little. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, um, I, I know that like the back of my hand. And I love to shoot, too. I'm a very good shooter, right? I'm a very good DP. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what I want. That's why I love to direct as well. Another thing, I, and I don't want to get off subject, one thing I will tell you, I, I, I and maybe we'll go back to this later, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I believe as a director I have to edit my own stuff because if I hand it to somebody else, they can completely change what I just directed yes. and vice versa. It's yes. almost like I've taken projects that I didn't shoot and turned
0: Turn some shit stuff into, into something. Some you know what I'm
1: saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, so it can work the other way around, oh, and that's why I feel yeah. like I have to have a hand on it. But anyway... What I've been, I've always, I always try to perfect what I do and master it because I, you know, one thing I like about Floyd Mayweather, he's always perfected the art of boxing in every kind of way and mm-hmm. made it a business and mm-hmm. uh, transferred it onto his people, people mm-hmm. under him. Mm-hmm. So as far as shooting, as far as style, like, you know, I could, uh, I've, I've picked up a camera like anybody else and pointed it and use a rule of thirds, but I feel like there's so much more to it, right? Yeah. Uh, I want to. It's kind of like how you talk- I I want to tickle your feather without you knowing how I tickled your feather. <laughs> Why? Because scientifically, I stimulated your brain because yeah. of the symmetry that I paid attention to in the scene. Uh, symmetry. A lot of times, I'm walking into, uh, and again, I think I said this in six A. I'm I'm walking into a store, and the way they have their lighting set up on the ceiling, I see it right away. Like it'll be like just a line of the lights, the blinking lights. Sure, sure, sure. Even down to the staircase, and I always say whoever's around me, it's my sons, whoever symmetry boom symmetry we go in a hotel hotels have a lot of symmetry cuz they have a lot of hallways you see the doors mm-hmm. you see the symmetry. symmetry symmetry so things like things like that I've been paying a lot more attention to and yeah. trying to incorporate into my videos because, again, I think the biggest thing that people see as far as the difference without them knowing there's a difference is the cinematography of videos. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't you can't point your finger why that looks so much better than this video. Yeah, it's a, sim- a lot of times, not just a symmetry, but the science of it. Like you said, the golden ratio, mm-hmm. uh, the rule of thirds. Um, again visual your eye it's a it's a science to it and if there's a science to it i want to take advantage of that yeah right i want i want to know every little i want to do something that
0: you might not be doing Mm -hmm. right scientifically yeah 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 and this this does not and and we're gonna this is a great segue into the next little topic here this has nothing to do with gear Note that yeah this has nothing to do with the equipment that you're using because it it it's not like use this camera and then achieve this look. It's like learn this fundamental topic mm-hmm. and then go out and whatever you're using, use this and it will work. Think about it. It's framing. It's placement. It's yeah. composition. Yeah, yeah. Right? There's a lot that's there's a lot that's involved to it. So my next question, which is a little bit of a hot button topic here, is does gear matter? Uh, it 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 depends. It depends uh,
1: on the time. It depends on what you're doing. Because again, it's like it's like we're on the you see, we're, we're on the iphone 12 right yeah no, 13 okay. right now 13, 13 okay so once we get to the iphone 14 do i really need to get to the iphone 14 or can i still text send pictures airdrop all that kind of sure, stuff? probably sure. not so yeah. i don't really need to upgrade it doesn't no, matter great. just because it's new but let's just say now we get to the iphone 18 okay my my uh 13 right we're on the 13 mm-hmm. might be a little more obsolete at that point mm-hmm. there's some aspects of it that just doesn't really work anymore yeah. or is easier with yeah. the 18 yeah. so again it really it depends mm-hmm. it, it, it's it depends on what you're doing mm-hmm. and where you're at in time because they always say you know get with time or get left behind so it's oh, almost snap. like you know there was times uh um i i was on the camera for a minute and like for maybe five years and it was i was producing the same quality mm-hmm. and i was uh looking to upgrade this is right before covid I in twenty nineteen I was going to upgrade only because I had to, mm. literally, mm. not because I wanted to, not because, and what when I, when I mean because I had to because the product because the quality was bad. No, I mean because artists, managers, uh, uh, independent labels started asking me what camera are you using. Okay. They didn't get, oh, but he's still producing this quality off of that yeah. camera. know yeah. what camera are you using? That's yeah. how it started. Interesting. So it came to a point where, yeah, I was getting it so much, I had to be able to say something else, mm. right? Mm. So it, it really is like, it's weird. It's weird. Sometimes it matters. Sometimes it doesn't.
0: Yeah, yeah, because one of the things, and I was I've spoke to a buddy of mine who's who works for Bruno. He did some cinematography on Smoking Out the Window, their last music video, and... One of the th- one of the agreements that we came to, he called his buddy up on the phone and we talked about it for a minute. And he goes, um, yeah, I mean, does gear matter? Maybe. But he goes, yeah, but Dune wasn't shot on an iPhone. And I was like, well, fair. Dune was yeah. not shot on an iPhone. But, but then we have to, I think we came to like output matters. So like right. if I need a billboard to be shot and we're going to put a photo up on a billboard, I'm not going to shoot it on an iPhone because as soon as I try to blow that sucker up, you're not gonna be able to tell what this photo is as soon as I blow this up to billboard size. So I need you using like a Hasselblad that shoots in like 100, 120 megapixels so that literally the amount of information that's there, we can stretch it and warp it and crop it so that it can fit on a billboard and still be legible and still mm-hmm. look good. Right. So what, what ways, because your, your output has not changed, your, your style of, of music video has not changed in the entire 15 plus years that you've been doing this. Um, what sorts of, what sorts of ways have you maybe had to adapt maybe little by little as the years have gone on to some of the changes that have happened?
1: Um, let's just say like, for example, when I, when I, um, when I first started shooting or not even when I first started shooting, as you got into it, as it got serious, um, I was outputting at 1080p, even though I was shooting at 4k, right? Okay. Then, you know, um then you start getting the 6k 8k cameras. so now you're starting to output at 4k right Mm -hmm. so that kind of changed but when you're outputting at 4k now you're changing some settings in your programs right Mm -hmm. um i started using different uh i started working as i elevated more i'm starting to work with more directors outside as an editor i'm working with directors outside of here like atlanta like Mm -hmm. i'm getting a project tomorrow where i was using um I was using Final Cut Pro. I love Final Cut Pro. Final Cut Pro, I feel, I have a lot of tools in there. I use that a lot for my behind-the-scenes promos because when I do the videos, I'm also doing the promos, highlights. I have a lot of tools as far as text, animations that are already made so I don't have to create it from scratch. But, but... To receive projects and uh, send out projects back, Premiere was used a lot. Mm. But Premiere, you pay for it, like, monthly. <laughs> but I was getting to that level. Yeah. So I had to learn Premiere. Yeah. And now I edit my videos on Premiere. I'll do the video on Premiere because you have a lot more control on color. That's uh, another thing. I started learning more about color, the control on color, uh, the difference between different programs. Even yeah. though, they, you, know, they can, you know, they can handle the same footage, but there was still kind of a difference in yeah. different programs. Yeah, So that, yeah. that's another thing. Um. Another thing is the way you shoot, the camera settings, um, mm. a lot of that stuff. A lot of the techniques, um, I didn't really get on at first, but yeah. you, start, you start having to, especially because you're having
0: to adapt these programs to the yeah. new cameras or the new upgrades that you Yeah, do. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's good. Um, when you look at like a blank slate, because now you're a director, you have a lot more control uh-huh. over what goes on when it comes to, like from start to finish when it comes to a video um what what kinds of ways do you have to what kinds of ways do you create as an editor as a cinematographer you get a lot of stuff handed to you from the producer or the director or the creative director and they're like here's a brief like read this brief here's a treatment take a look at this treatment what sorts of ways as a director do you have to create have you had to learn to create as a director
1: well for me you also have to put into perspective um that i'm again i'm working with uh independent uh artists so mm-hmm. these independent artists a lot of times they're putting in their own money into it so even though there's a budget it's still limited to a certain extent mm-hmm. so what i mean by that instead of now i'll tell you this one i'll tell you this real quick i've made treatments before i'm sure people have experienced this for a major artist and even though they didn't go through me they ended up using the treatment anyway on a major video. I'm not gonna tell you what video it is or what artist it is. <laughs> oh but I was flattered. <laughs> yeah, I was very sure sure, sure, sure sure I was very flattered, and it was one of those things that you no, know, <laughs> that was fine. I did like, damn. All right, uh, but okay. I was but um, but so in working with these independent artists, my point is, I don't want to go in there and say, "Let's do this." All right, mm-hmm. I'm gonna put you on the moon. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, blah, 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 blah. And you do this treatment, right? And then you send it, and it took you, not a minute, but you put it together, and you're like, well, how much is this going to be? How much is this going to be? So me, I have a library of locations and sets, a library, Mm. all over L.A., Mm. right? With their rates, all that. So what I start off with every time, and this is, again, because it's the kind of artist I'm dealing with, not not to knock them, I'm just saying, you got to understand what you're working with, right? And you don't want to waste your time. You also want to be efficient, Mm. Okay. So for me, I rather know what's in the kitchen before I start cooking versus I open the I, I start the oven, I break out the pan and realize you don't have all the ingredients. I need, yeah, right. Yeah. I rather you tell me, OK, I like this location. Well, uh, I'll be like, OK, we'll need this amount of hours here. OK, based on that rate, it'll be this much. You want one location 2 I'll do one or two. OK, boom. Um, what else do you want behind the scenes? Do you want, OK, now give me the song. Actually, they give me the song first, then I send them locations sure, based sure. on what the song sounds like or yeah. if they have a preference. Yeah. Now that I know what I have to work with, then from mm. that point, that's my slate. Now I'm like, okay, now that I know this is our location because this is what we have to work with, yeah. this is what we'll do. Yeah. So now it looks like we built it. Uh, we built uh, like we came up with it and we got all this because of it. Not mm-hmm. that this is what was available to me. Uh, so, again, I'm not just taking it. Oh, this is all we have. So, you know, like a sourpuss. Yeah. This is what yeah. we're <laughs> going to do. No, no, no. This is what we have. This is what you want to do. OK, we'll make a story. We're going to make this. We'll make it like it was on purpose. Yeah. So that's exactly how I do it. Yeah. Every time. I like that. That's yeah. good.
0: You want to know what you've got in the kitchen before you start cooking. Exactly. Um, When it when we're looking at planning for these things, because I'm sure you've dealt with a lot of different scenarios and situations you do with an independent artist who maybe just has a manager. And I don't know if that's ideal or you prefer an independent artist who's got a manager, who's got two videographers, a cinematographer, and somebody who's helping him produce. What, what sorts of ways do you try to handle planning some of these music videos? Like we talked, we obviously talked about knowing what's in the kitchen before we start cooking. What, what sort of situations do you prefer when it comes to, Working with artists,
1: um, it's it, it's a it's a lot better. Well, again, it depends on the. Um, so even with these independent artists, a lot of the artists, and I, and I love this fact. I'm working with a lot more like you know higher level independent yeah. like i mean they're right there they're yeah. about there they got labels talking to them on this so my yeah. point is they have teams they really have a big team from mm-hmm. their producers to this and that so i like when they do have a manager because again you have to understand you're working with artists artists are very eccentric mm. there's a reason they're doing this and when they get to the junior level when they're independent when they're there already they're already kind of in the headspace yeah of like a king yeah and that's another thing i like to do as far as you got to remember that yeah, I'm providing the video for you. I'm doing the, di- I'm directing it, but a lot of times yeah. I produce the sets because again I'm an independent director, so it's not yeah. like they 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 can afford to have somebody produce it for them. And sure. Very rarely do they already have it set up. I have to do everything from here. Yeah. I got, but that's what sells me because I yeah. have everything available. Right? Yeah. I mean, not that I'm paying for. What I'm saying is, here you want to choose this, you want to choose this. Yeah, I got yeah, models yeah. that will do it for this rate. Yeah. Um. I'll give you a, a list of them. You can pick the picture. Yeah. Really, all set up for them. Yeah. But also, I like to create the experience when they get there. I like to make them feel like a king. Mm. Right. Because they're because again, you got to remember, you got to pamper them. You got to make them. You gotta. You got to um, contribute to their ego. Mm. Right. Because that's what it is. I'm not saying they're all. Uh, they're all just into themselves, but they're artists. There's a reason. Why they're they do what they do, they Mm -hmm. love being on stage, Mm -hmm. they love to perform. You have Mm -hmm. to accept that fact, right? Mm -hmm. So, with that being said, when they're a little more eccentric, it's a little more harder to handle them because they're not as practical. Uh, Like, you want all this, but your budget is only this, like, you want all this, but we only have so much time in here. So, it's easier when they do have a manager because the manager is the one that's more grounded, Mm. they're the ones on set, and this has happened that you talked, hey. They can't smoke it here. If they smoke <laughs> it here, it's a $500 fee. Like, are you going to pay it? Like, it's cool if you're going to pay it. No, okay. Hey, hey. Hey. It out, yeah, 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 yeah. Cut so it out. it's easier than going to all of them, yeah, and saying, "Hey, uh, I was on set. It was a big set. Um, they came in, in a caravan, and they brought their whole entourage. And I mean, it was like maybe 30 people, right? Oh, <laughs> and man. it was during COVID. None of them were wearing masks. Yeah. they were outside smoking, and the yeah. location manager came up to me like the third time, "Hey, Listen, nobody's listening to me. I didn't even know what's going on. I'm shooting. So that's, I'm telling you, I may wear many hats. I got the camera, I got the rig on me. Yeah. I'm about to shut you guys down. Okay, hold on. I don't even know what's going on. Like, hold on. But still, it's my set. So it's kind of like, yeah, but you need to control it. Yeah. So luckily, she had a manager I was dealing with, and I went to the manager and I said, hey, come here real quick. She's like, yeah. I was like, they're about to shut this whole thing down. And if they do, that's it. We got nothing else. Yeah, you we paid for everything anyway. Like, yeah. to do it again, you're g- to bring the team out again, you're going to pay again for the production costs.
0: Yeah. Okay, okay.
1: She managed everything. Yeah. Versus me having to go to every single yeah. person, hey, and blah, blah, hey, blah. can blah. you stop? Hey, can you not yeah. do this?
0: Cut this out? Yeah.
1: So, yes, I, I prefer when they do have a team because then, again, you you have to realize you're working with artists. Mm-hmm. And a lot of artists, they're characters to be mm-hmm. eccentric, to be out there. Mm-hmm. Like, they're concentrating on their craft, what they which... Which they should. Yes. A lot of times, I want them to feel comfortable. If they want their boys there and there's a limited, a limit on account, some of these locations, sure. they charge you extra for how many people come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, when you're dealing with independent artists, that matters because labels and I well, whatever they want, do it. Yeah, just do it. No, no, hey, you know, another 20 people, it's $200 per the hour that we're there, and we're yeah. there for five hours, so yeah, that's extra $1,000. Yeah, you're going you to do You want to do that for your 20 people? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So uh but you want them to feel comfortable because yeah. you want them to be again another part that almost slips past everything because i'm doing everything i'm yeah. the director yeah, yeah yeah, so i have to be able to uh, uh um i have to be able to get get the performance out of them yeah as easy as possible make yeah. them feel as comfortable as possible yeah so e- even then i'm complimenting him hey you look real good when you do that it <laughs> sounds funny even with a guy <laughs> nothing that is wrong with that yeah, but yeah, i'm just yeah, saying yeah. Hey. Your cheekbones—they come out really strong when you turn to the side. Yeah, yeah, but you got again—you got you, you, that's part of directing. You mm-hmm. got to bring out the excitement out of them. Mm-hmm. So again, that's their job. When you're dealing with the manager, our job is to make sure the
0: production is smooth yeah. and handled. Yeah, yeah, stuff's riding well. That's really great. Um, my final question before we wrap this up—the recorded podcast wrapped up—what um, sorts of things? Would you tell? You've been in this industry for a long time, so I'd I'd say maybe even maybe even like halfway through your career. What sorts of things do you wish you knew? Maybe around halfway. I'm sure you had a pretty good plan because you sound like a guy with a plan. Um, what advice do you have for maybe eight years ago? You, people who may be just starting out, maybe people who are in a rut, people who are hitting a wall, like I don't know what to do. This is pointless I shouldn't have tried to do this I'm wasting my money I'm wasting my time somebody who's maybe in a little bit of a plateau Um,
1: now I'll tell you this over 16 years I've been doing it but it really when I came up with the formula was five years ago Mm -hmm. I was about to leave LA because I had the kids and before I left LA I wanted to make sure I was going to transfer it over to the Bay, the Bay area. That's where I was going, but it's not as prominent there. Yeah. Right. It's not like here where everybody comes through here. Nobody just goes to San Francisco it just yeah. does. Right. So I kind of knew it and I had, to, I wanted to produce as much volume as I could create an opportunity in it. I, I, and I really had to look again, like I said, I had to look at the market and yeah. I had to understand why isn't it working right now? Why isn't yeah. it working to where I damn near have to leave? Yeah. And when I figured it out, that's what I'll tell you is like, One thing I did from the beginning, though, is work, 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 work. Don't think you're too good for anything. Mm. Don't ask. If you have a team, don't expect them to do something that you haven't done, not that you wouldn't do, that you haven't done. Mm. I have a team of, you know, it can be from No, every time I go out, it's about six to maybe, you know, the max 12 people. Sure. But I never asked them to do anything that I've never done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. That's one thing. You got to kind of put your ego at the door because I did this. You can start and think you're so good and that you're um, that you're entitled to to be able to to showcase your talent and get paid yeah. for it right yeah. away. That's another thing is you don't want to do too much free work, but you also don't want to. Um, really overprice yourself to Mm -hmm. where i mean really look at yourself you really got to ask what have i worked on what have i done what warrants me to get that kind of get get that kind of money right yeah Yeah. now if you're that good then show show it that's what i'm saying work 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 but at the same time um if i could tell another thing i could say is just you know um you know look be smart about the opportunities we live in an age right now where you know social media is so prominent not just that but there's so many more outlets that there were before. And mm. I can say that, honestly, because, again, I've been doing this since you it was first grade, Micah, right? <laughs> the, the the outlets we have now is nowhere like it is now. You had to have a website. Yeah. You had to have emails of these top execs or yeah. anybody to get yeah. close to doing anything. You had to go to maybe go to these independent concerts to reach out to people to make some kind of money. Yeah. Now you can stay at home. And I'm just getting clients like boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom. Yeah. Only because yeah. of the way. Take advantage. What I'll say. Take advantage of social media. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. Take advantage of social media. Use it towards your advantage. Use every aspect of what you do towards your advantage. Everything should revolve back around to you, to what Mm -hmm. you do, in some kind of way. So Mm -hmm. there's a formula to everything. You just got to figure out your formula. I I really believe that. And for a while, I I think I was blind to it. Like I was so just fixed on I need to get this much money or not. I I even felt like they should find me. Like they should find me. Like they'll find me. I'm so good. They'll find me. And that lasted for so long. And you really gotta. You gotta put in the work. Because I'm not, I'm not nowhere where I want to be. So it's not over. Like, it's not over yet. Like, like, not not even yet, but it's not even close. Mm. I would consider myself, I'm on like step 40, right? Yeah. Out of 100, and I've been doing it for 16 years. Mm. But I do see... I do see the formula. Yeah. I do see it. it's almost like the Matrix. I yeah. see it. I'm like, oh, numbers are flying by. Damn, like, like yeah, like when I was about to go back to the Bay Area. Yeah, dude. That's uh, what's his name? That that's Smith shooting me, and I fell down on the wall, and then all of a sudden I woke up, and I was like, Shoot. no, yeah, and <laughs> I'm I back, stopped. yeah, and I'm yeah, back, yeah. and that's what it is right now. Yeah. So that's what I'll say: work, 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 work. Get your work because your work, uh, work, work speaks for itself. You need yeah. something tangible. You need yeah. something. You can't just talk about it. You got to be yeah. about it. Even even when I talk to people now. I always tell him, I said, don't talk to me. Go look at my stuff. If you don't like me, don't call me. Yeah. Like, and not be messed up, but if you don't think I'm that dope, if you don't think I'm sick, then you don't then need to call Then we're done. Yeah, yeah. The not even we're done, oh, but then yeah. I'm not worth it. Yeah, man. Then I'm not worth it. Yeah, right? I'm not your guy.
0: Yeah. I'm not your guy. Perfect. I love it. Pat, This is thank you for doing this, the, re, the recorded episode. Of course. <laughs> thank you for the new recorded episode. Thank you for being here. It's been a pleasure to have you. Um, I'm going to plug your... We have Colin Tilly that we need to plug. Colin Tilly, Hype Williams. Hype Williams. I'll link that music video that you need us to watch by Hype Williams.
1: Yeah, uh, Hype Williams didn't do it. It's uh, (laughs) who did that video? It's by it's it's with Tyrese, baby boy. I want to say I want to say John Singleton did it. John Singleton. Rest in peace. Okay. He did the movie, and I want to say he
0: actually shot the, uh, the the music video. We're gonna put a we're gonna put the link to that, so you can see what this man is using as his inspiration. Yes. You're on Instagram at directed by patrick presto we're gonna link that you have a website
1: at directed by Boom. patrick presto use ig like Just i said checking. what did,
0: what did i say earlier use social media use to your social advantage, media right? at directed by patrick presto right. exactly call until going to be in the description uh this 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 music video is going to be in the description guys this was incredible patrick thank you we'll see you in the next one stay tuned peace